Hey, Minister Change. Brother Al at your service. Oh, God. From Center to Saints, this podcast the truth. You is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. Minister Change. Center to Saints. This podcast the truth. You is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. It's Minister Change. Center to Saints. This podcast the truth. You is or you ain't. Let's break down the facts. It's Minister Change. You know where we at. My name is Quantre, I'm 11 years old, and I want everyone to accept Jesus into their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Greetings, 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 vessels of the Most High. It's time to crusade with Minister Change on the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. Life is a testimony. God is good all the time. Be thankful for today, let tomorrow take care of itself. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to welcome my guest, D-Lane, to the podcast, Change of Life Testimonies from Sinners to Saints. How are you feeling tonight, sister? I am feeling great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Minister Change, for having me. Amen, 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 sister. Hey, we're going to um start this interview off by you telling the people where are you from? Where were you born and raised? So I was born and raised in Motown itself, Detroit, Michigan. Um, I now reside in the DFW area, which is Dallas. I moved here um, in 20, was it 2014? Yep, so I've been here almost for 10 years, but originally from Detroit, Michigan. Okay, okay, sister, I understand, I understand that. Okay, hey, sister, um... Would you happen to have a favorite Bible scripture that you like to go to in a time of need or when you're feeling a little stressed just to kind of soothe your soul a little bit? Um, well, I have a million of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> we'll start you with know, the like favorite you, one. <laughs> you gotta, you know, gotta stand on that word. But one that always has stuck out to me is Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you or the plans or thoughts that I think towards you, plans of good and not evil to bring you to an expected end. That scripture, I love that because I always have to remember that I don't know God's plan, right? But I'm like, I know that this has to be for a reason. I know that he has an expected end out of this. And I just have to keep remembering that whether I'm going through trials, tribulations or whatever I'm in, I'm like, okay. Amen. God is thinking good thoughts towards me. He has peace. He's thinking good and not evil about me because I know that in the end that it's going to be something great at the end of this tunnel. So amen. that's one that I that I stand by. Amen, 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 sister, amen, sister. Positive word, positive word. Hey, um, D-Lane, if um, somebody was to ask you about your character, how would you define yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Um. I would definitely say somebody who, number one, loves God. Um, somebody who is very open, real, and honest. Okay. Um, trustworthy, loyal, um, dependable, 
Um, I mean, I would say a lot of those things. I know that like a lot of people feel comfortable with coming to me with their like, with their go through or with their things and kind of just pour into me. Like some of my friends are like, you should be a counselor. You sure you shouldn't have went to school for counseling, you know? Because I just okay. think that people feel comfortable and open with me because um, I guess I've like never meet a stranger, you know? So when I talk to people, I always try to be as open as possible, as real as possible, and never make and never judge people and make them feel bad about, you know? I never wanted to be one of those super saints when I was. Uh, when I became saved, I feel like I was always around people who had this S on their chest. Like, oh, here we go. The, the main person who be talking about God and then be slipping and falling tomorrow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I never wanted most to be that definitely. person. So I always pride myself on you be the person that's open. Be like Jesus. He was talking to the woman at the well. He would talk to people that people would cast away, but he would always embrace those people so I wanted to be just like that so I would say that that I am one of those people that are very open dependable lovable um silly I'm always cracking jokes laughing <laughs> okay <that's laughs> joyful good. That's all, good. all of those good things all of those good things amen amen sister that's that's a good spirit I, I I most definitely I can feel it I know you got a good spirit overall that good spirit and people like to confide into people with good spirits because they know it's going to be kept there hey sister yeah. If you had to create a list of morals and values, what would be your top three things? Ooh, listen here. <laughs> God, we talk about this so much. Uh, even like within within a teaching field, we talk about this. I think oh, the top three. Um, definitely integrity. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people don't have accountability to hold themselves accountable for, for things like, you know what? Um, and I will probably say like forgiveness, not to be yeah. a better person and okay. be able to see people for what the things that they've done and forgive them. And I hold grudges. Amen. I, I would probably say those the no, whole, whole list, but <laughs> <laughs> the three I can think of. All okay, times. okay, okay. No, those are all good. I mean, you gotta you gotta learn to forgive people if you want to be forgiven. You know, yeah. That, that, that's that's the thing about life. Nobody's perfect. There was only one man that was perfect. That was on, that walked this earth, and that was Jesus. So exactly. Most definitely, sisters. Most definitely, sister. D Lane, this is the testimony moment. What life event made you think I can't do this alone? I need God. What made you go from sinner to saint? Well, I always say that my story is a different story because I always felt like um, I was the one that God chased down. Um, he had his hands on me at a very, very young age. I was the only person in my family, my media family that went to church. My mother was forced to go to church, so she was not the one who forced her three kids, I have a sister and a brother, okay. she never forced us to go to church. So when she divorced, even when she was with my dad, um, we were not a church family. My auntie was an evangelist and she went to church. Uh, she was actually Kojic. And I think I went to church with my auntie like one Sunday and I felt something when I was there. I was like maybe about six or seven years old and I was feeling the spirit. I was speaking in tongues. I was reading my Bible at a very young age. And I told my auntie, I was like, I want to go back there. I felt something when I was there. 
Okay. So I would cry every Sunday. Every time my auntie would take me home, I'd be like, do not take me there. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be where God was. So she would have to talk to me every Sunday, like, baby, I love you. You're going to be okay. You know, that's your mama and your daddy. And I'm like, no, they're (laughs) heathens. They don't want to go (laughs) in. Okay. Okay. But um, so. I always had that foundation in me. So as I grew up as adolescents, going to middle school and high school, of course I wasn't about to be this super, super churchy girl in high school. And I was like, oh, I'm going to put God down. We come back and get you later, God. <laughs> I'm okay. not going to be seen as this corny uh, girl who's churchy and everybody else is having fun. So I kind of, you know, stuck God in my back pocket. I would pray when I needed to, but outwardly I was not going to be saved you know in in these spaces so the turning point for me to make a long story short was I was I was hanging with a lot of uh male dancers if that makes sense they were like dancers who you know went on stage and did their thing they got money so I was I was a choreographer then and I would make up the routines for them so I found myself in this life with them where I was kind of like a female male dancer in a sense. Like all of the men were trying to talk to me. I would talk to the men. I would dance with them, just living a life that I shouldn't live. So this one particular night, um, I think I had went to church. I kind of had one foot in, one foot out. Like I said, I was. Okay. And the guys had asked me to come to do like a skit that night. It was like a skit I was supposed to do. I think it was like either go to church or do this skit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come do this skit. My car was parked at my auntie's house that, that specific day because I went over my auntie's house to change my clothes and I was going to go to the club. Okay. I come outside and my car is hit to the point I can't get in my door. Wow. So somebody sideswiped my car and nobody heard nothing. Like when I tell you it was so strange. Wow. Cause you, if you hit, if somebody would have hit my car with the magnitude that they hit my car, we would have heard something. You would have seen something on the ground. You would have seen yeah, some residue yeah. of the other car. Yeah, most definitely. Minister, when I tell you, like, I could, my auntie will tell you to this day, like, somebody hit that car and it didn't look like somebody hit that car. So I was crying my eyes out because I'm like, who hit my car? I'm a young. 20 something year old woman don't have a lot of money like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so I'm definitely, like, in my mind, I was like, this is God. I was like, oh, I'm not going. <laughs> I was like, he he said, said, I'm listen, he said, stay out of this club and he's not playing with me. It's going to be worse this next, the next time. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. that was like my point of when I'm telling you that I'm chasing you down and I need you and I want you, this is what I mean. So I felt like I had already had that feeling of, God needs you to be 100% and you're not being it. Okay. And I was like, I cannot straddle this fence anymore. God has had his hands on me at a young age and I have to serve him wholeheartedly and fully. And that was my turning point. I told the guys I was not coming to the club anymore. I got into church full, full time, started singing in the choir, started doing gospel rap. And, and here I am. And I never looked back. I said, okay, Lord, I hear you. (laughs) Look, look, you ain't have no choice. God, like, look, look, girl, look, girl, you coming with me. Look, look, girl, you're going to turn. You're going to turn. You saw that car now. (laughs) He chases those whom he loves. Yes. Most definitely. Most definitely. Sister. Hey, sister, do you, do you think that, um, your childhood or your upbringing played a major part in your life when you in the development and when you was growing up younger? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, 
always say that your child, you will never forget your childhood. I don't, I don't care how old you are. It is one of those things that will always follow you, whether it's the negative things or the positive things. Um, your childhood is, is your development because that's the foundation of who you are. So most definitely played a, a huge role. I can just go back to days that I used to be um, in the house when I used to be writing songs at seven years old. And I still remember those songs because I was writing at a very young age. So I, it definitely shaped the woman that I am today. Amen. Amen. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Woo. Woman of God. That was a good word. That was a good word. Um, What do you think? Um, What's the best thing about being a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ? I think the best thing about being a believer, being a believer is uh, it's so, it's so many things, but God's grace is is just amazing. I can just remember um, being being a sinner and doing whatever I wanted to do, and then the mere fact that God never gave up on me. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like He never was like, "Okay, yeah, you're Amen. lost cause. I'm gonna throw you away. See you later." You, he still was able to have his hands on me when I was a sinner, and I'm yet still a sinner. Yeah. And he yet still, I was like, I I told one of my friends, I was like. How does Jesus do it? Because people go, people get on my nerves and they don't want to listen. I'm mad at them. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, we ready to cut them off. You done? I'm done. <laughs> you ready to cut them off? I like, don't talk to me. I'm gonna block them. But Jesus be like, I'm here. I love you. I got grace. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I know that we're supposed to be Christ-like, but I'm like, God is so patient and so loving and so graceful. And I just be like, I don't want to look at your face. Goodbye. Block. Don't call me no more. You know, but. He still continues to forgive us, continues to love us, continues to do for us, and we're so not deserving of it. And that is just one of the many things that I'm like, people don't understand to know that you have that foundation where you can go to God and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I know I messed up. And he still loves you over and over again, gives you chance after chance after chance after chance. His grace is just is sufficient. Amen, amen, sister. That is most definitely true. Man. I mean, when we go through stuff, sometimes we wonder, and some people don't understand that everything around you and everybody else can forsake you, but God will never give up on you. Yes, he always never. had them arms open, and he's ready to hug you and bring you back to him. Sister, yes, and ready to carry you through some storms, okay? Amen, amen. Sister, I need you to finish this sentence for me. God mm -hmm. has always... God has always whew, carried me. God has always carried you. I know there's probably plenty, plenty of moments, but give me one example of a time that you know most definitely it was God that carried you. <laughs> God, listen, when you just, I, I call it my, my, my think file. When you can just pull out that whole file, you ever seen them file cabinets yeah, yeah. with all this? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing file where you can just pull out something that God has done for you. Well, re well, when I moved here to Texas um, in 2010, that was one of the worst times of my life. I had to leave leave everything in Detroit that I knew, including my son, because my son did not want to come here with me. Okay. So I had to make the decision to let my son stay with his dad, and he was about five at the time. And so I, it was one of the most hurtful seasons of my life because I'm like, why, why am I here? Why Dallas died? You know, yeah. 
And I'm like, out of all, why would I want to be here without my child? It's not like I'm a judge or a lawyer and I'm making all of this money and I got a private jet and I'm able to fly back. Yeah. Um, so I was in a situation where I think I had just transitioned to teaching and okay. I was working for Dallas ISD, but Dallas ISD didn't have me in the system as a teacher. I was kind of like a substitute. Um, so therefore, when school started in like August, September, you know, you have to start a little bit before that. You have to start like July in preparation for yeah, yeah, school exactly. in August. Mm-hmm. So the the human resource office didn't put me and two other people in the system as teachers yet. So I had went months without a, without a check and I had an apartment. Wow. And I just remember just crying like I didn't get it. And I was like, God, I'm all the way here. <laughs> you know, like you allow me to come here and I don't have any money to even pay my bills. So I was fighting with HR going through all of this stuff. And I met this guy. And when I tell you, he was my angel. Mm, Me and this man was like, I got you. And he paid my, he gave me his credit card to pay my bills. I didn't go without not a day. I don't talk to that man to this day. That's why I say he was my angel because he wasn't even somebody that I was like dating or nothing like that. But wow. he just came and he heard my story and he was like, I got you. And he helped me move. I mean, paid every bill. I didn't, I wasn't evicted. My car wasn't repossessed. God carried me through that storm into that situation. And that's when I knew I said, if you had somebody tell me that Jesus ain't real, I will slap him in their face. You was a liar. I'm like, I, I tell people, I say, you can argue this Bible. You can argue whatever book you want to argue. But the one thing you can't argue is my faith and what I know to be true about my Jesus. Okay. Amen, amen. So, yeah. What you said, you said, I'm standing on it. I'm going to stand on it. I don't care what you Standing on it. Listen. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely, sister. Hey, sister, I got a, um, another thing I like to um, talk about. How important is life insurance to you? Oh, listen. <laughs> I, t- I told my mama, I said, I'm not selling no chicken dinners and doing no GoFundMe page. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> So, you better get this insurance on your life. You insure that car. You insure your health and your eye and everything else. So that life need to be insured. That is, I, I don't play with life insurance. Amen, amen, amen. And that's what I, I said. I told myself, I said, when I develop a platform, I'm going to make sure that I mention that because we need to, in our communities, it needs to be an awareness thing because it's kind of sad when you have to do go through a GoFundMe. But if you have to, you have to. But it's like you can't really get yourself, your family together. You can't even mourn properly because you got to worry about mm-hmm. getting the money for the burial. Yes, so. it's it's super sad. And and the thing about it, be it's the people that you would never think. You're like, what? Yeah. Not this flashy <laughs> exactly. walking around here with Range Rovers. <laughs> exactly. and, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Look. I'm, I'm not what? You mean you're selling chicken dinners? No, you know. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, most definitely, sister. Most definitely, sister. Most definitely. Hey, Sister uh, D-Lane, what is a, pot of, a positive word of encouragement you could give to anybody that's hurting right now that might want to commit suicide, just want to give up? What is a word of an encouragement that you can give them just to let them know that God loves them and this too shall come to pass? You know what? I, I told a friend this the other day, and I told her, so jot, like, jot down all of the good things that is happening in your life and jot down all the bad things that is going through in your life, like right at this moment. Okay. And 
when you just take a look at all of the good things that is happening, I bet you it always is bad. Amen. You can always look at all of the negative things that goes, goes on in your life and where you're at, but you have to always think about, I have been here so many times and God has made ways out of ways, out of ways, out of ways. Amen. What makes this specific situation any different than the things that you've been through before? Amen. If he, if he did it before, he will do it again. It, and it's a difference between saying that you trust God and having to trust God. That Amen. is a total difference because you Amen. can sit here and say, well, you know, that check is coming every Friday. That's that's a different. You know, you ain't got to you ain't got this is a little bit of trust. It's Friday trust because you know mm-hmm. that check coming. Yeah. But when that check don't hit that account every Friday, and you got to trust God and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. That's a different type of trust level. So when we're when you're telling people to put their trust in God, that's not just saying here go a little bit of of trust, 25 cent trust. That is wholeheartedly putting your trust in God. And I think that that is something totally different when we really have to do it. But really just saying, God, I know the plans that you have for me. I stand on that scripture because I always have to remember. I know that God ain't sitting here and putting this trial and tribulation in my life to hurt me, to harm me, for me to be evicted, for me to be sad, for me to be, he knows that there is going to be an expected end. And I have to trust and believe that he understands and knows the plans that he has for me. So I want people to stay encouraged that God knows what he has for you. Know that it's only temporary and think about the good things that he's done. Cause I promise you, when you think on that, you know that if he did it once that he's going to do it again. Amen. Amen, sister. Woo, that was a good word. Preach, 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 preach. Woo! <laughs> that was a good word, sister. That was a good word, sister. Hey, sister, let, let's talk a little bit about your musical gift. Uh, tell the people um, your contact information, a little bit about your music. And see if somebody want to get with D-Lang, get on that lane, you know, drive what you do, a little collabor- uh, collaboration or something. Why don't you give the people some information and talk a little bit about your music? All right. So um, right now I released, I have an EP out, which is called uh, Princess EP. It's a song that says I'm a princess. Basically, I'm a daughter of the king. And so I have four songs on that EP. I am releasing my debut album in my own lane that comes out May 27th. Um, I have three singles released from that. One is called Kim, Keep It Moving, Eileen, and the other one is called Ready, Set, Go. I'm very excited about about my music. I'm one of those people that that I say I hate sad gospel. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, like, no. I, you know, I yeah. don't want to be the oh God, I'm so sad. Like let let's get hype, let's praise God, let's stay positive. So I'm in that lane where I'm we about to party for the Lord, okay? Amen. So um if you would like to get in contact with me, my brand is cute classy saved so that's on instagram tiktok twitter um i'm cute classy saved everywhere and on all digital platforms you can find my music um all streaming platform which which is spotify youtube whatever your amazon music whatever your streaming platform is and all you have to do is search d lane and that's d l a n e that is my uh performance name artist name and yeah, that's how they can find me. They want to download my music. And if they want to follow me, Q Classy Saved on all social media platforms. Amen, amen, sister. Amen, amen. That was good info, sister. That was real good info, sister. 
But you know, Thank you. Brother Chains can't let you get out of here without giving you this blessing assurance, sister. So, I, I, I mean, I know you probably saved, but I want to make sure I know you saved so that we mm-hmm. can rejoice in heaven no matter what, sister. So I was just yes. wondering if you could just please bow your head and repeat after me as I offer you sure. this blessing assurance. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Right now, at this moment, I turn from my sins. Right now, at this moment, I turn from my sins. I open the door of my life and my heart in my, to you. I open the door of my life and my heart to you. I confess you are my personal, personal Lord and Savior. I confess that you are my personal Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, 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 sister. Now, no matter what nobody can say, they can be like, I don't know about D-Lane. I don't know if you're going to be like, whoa, 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 hold on. I know the sister <laughs> saved. I know the sister going up. I gave her. I was part of that blessing that showing. Y'all probably was too, but I know my sister's going to heaven, and I know we're going to kick it and re- glory, uh, rejoice again in heaven, sister. Hey, sister. Yes, Lord. I, I just want to tell you that uh, just stay strong, stay prayed up, and, and, and just keep on walking towards your dream. You know, yes. God has a plan for everybody and mm-hmm. we, we don't really know the plan but the thing no, that we, we just got to try to do is just make sure that we stay aligned and find out how we can line up with God in the plan that he has for us sister yeah seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and what Amen. all these things will be added unto you yes there you go sister most <laughs> definitely most definitely all right sister so um, I just want to tell you stay blessed keep praying have a blessed night thank you you too thanks you for having me Alrighty. Man, that testimony was deep. That was my sister D. Lane, originally out of Detroit, Michigan, by way of Dallas, Texas. Man, that sister really gave a nice interview, man. We gotta always remember God puts us in seasons for reasons. But whatever season you in, stay prayed up, stay strong, keep your head up. God will make a way. Never give up. You know, we must always give God the glory and move towards the prosperity prosperity that he has for us. I just want y'all to kick back, listen to this hit from my girl D-Lane. God is good all the time. Let's get it. Tell them please don't question me I leaned on just about everything But nothing seemed to hold me So I'm holding on to his hand Him that I move and I have my being When you ask me about our relationship Please don't ever question my authority With him I stay pleasing He's never misleading Them blessings exceeding That's why I stay leaning on him Because he's trustworthy With him I ain't got to worry He is such a gentleman He stay open up doors for me Won't bounce on me like a trampoline Keep me on my toes like a balance beam When I go through he always Intervene. That's why on him I always lean God ain't no joke, we ain't making no means Every problem that I have, I give it to him On him, I lean, I lean Every problem that I have, I give it to him On him, I lean, I lean 
Every problem that I had, I gave it to him On him, I lean I lean Swerving in and out of lanes I'm leaning on them like that rail in the hallway I'm leaning on them like that check on the Friday I'm leaning on them because he's my Morgan Freeman I'm leaning on them like some hills I can't walk in I'm leaning on them like a drunk that is stumbling A cheerleader and tumbling A snack when my stomach's rumbling I'm leaning on them because I can't lean on myself I'm leaning on them because Jesus is my help Help me I'm screaming to the top of my lungs Cause when I ain't got nobody You're the only one I can call on And I'm just calling when I need some I call him on a daily basis D-Lane, you stay in his face You show right I'm his groupie Cause I follow him, I subscribe to him I get all of his notifications And he always make a web escape Even through the temptation No matter what I'm facing I'm standing on his word That's why I forever lean on the side of the Lord God ain't no joke we ain't making no means Every problem that I have, I give it to him On him, I lean, I lean Every problem that I have, I give it to him On him, I lean, I lean Every problem that I had, I gave it to him On him, I lean, I lean, I lean Every problem that I Every problem that I have He's my lord of lords My king of kings Ruler of my life My everything If I was to describe him That'd take a billion streams That's why on the lord's side I'll forever lean
I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Change of Life Testimonies for Senator Saints. Continue supporting me. God blessings. Be safe.